1: What's up, guys? This is Ryan of Top Rope Nation, and you're listening to an exclusive preview of this week's edition of the Top Rope Nation Classics Podcast. Now, this is an exclusive show we do for our supporters over at patreon.com slash Nation. If you enjoyed the preview and you want to hear the episode in its entirety, head on over to Patreon, become a supporter of the show, and get full access to this edition of Top Rope Nation Classics and all editions in the future. We hope you enjoy this special free preview, and we'll be seeing you over at Patreon.com slash All Alright, there's a song that'll bring you back to the summer of 1996, the legendary Tupac Shakur in the charts in July 96. We'll get to that here in just a second. This is another edition of Top Rope Nation Classics here exclusively on Patreon. I am Ryan drosty joined on the line by Justin Joint and Kyle Ross. And we are talking one of the most historic events in the history of pro wrestling. WCW, Bash at the Beach 96, suggested to us to review here on Classics by our guy, Derek Shropell, uh, We put up for a vote on Twitter. This one won the vote, so that's why we are reviewing it. I believe this is the third edition of Top Nation Classics. If you're here on Patreon, check the archives for Summerslam 97, uh, Summerslam 91, and uh, we will be doing, at minimum, moving forward, at least one of these per month for you, so you're getting the bonus content here on Patreon. If you're listening to the teaser. And you want to hear the whole show, if you're on our regular podcast feed, head on over to patreon.com slash toprope nation and get all the exclusive access to all of these shows. So guys, I just wanted to start off before we get in the time machine and head back to Bash at the Beach 96. What was the state, not only of your lives in general, but uh, your fandom of pro wrestling in the summer of 96? Let me throw it to Justin first here this week. What, What was the state of... Justin Joint's life in July ninety-six.
2: I was just getting back into wrestling. Um, I had been out from around uh let's say a little after WrestleMania eight and then uh WrestleMania twelve, the build up to that. I don't remember how I got back into it, like exactly must have been flipping channels or something and the I think it was the build up for Sean and Brett. Uh kind of, you know, I wasn't back in full time, but that started to make me watch and I don't think I started watching WCW full time until, uh, the outsider showed up, you know, hearing about that. And there's, you know, certainly a really big buzz in the wrestling community. And at that point, I mean, Sean and Brett reeled me in, but I, you know, I have to admit it was the NWO that, uh, that hooked me in for, for years to come.
1: Yeah. It's hard to fault you for that. I mean, that was the hot thing. At the time after this, for sure. What was the state of your life in general in 96? Give us a, a peek into the uh, the Justin Joint lifestyle that summer.
2: Well, let's see here. I would have been a uh, sophomore. Well, I, I suppose not during the summer, but I would have been going into my uh, sophomore year of high school, about to get my driver's license in a month. Uh, I had two of my buddies living with me in my mom's basement. Um, so, yeah, it was... Uh, I don't think there was a whole lot else, man. (laughs) Not a lot going on.
1: I know you're about a year away from uh, some real excitement that we talked about on our uh, SummerSlam 97 Top Rope Nation Classic. So check the (laughs) archives for that story. That is a good one.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Things are building. (laughs)
1: That's just a teaser on what we talked about on that episode. But uh, all right, nice. Kyle, what about you? What was the state of your wrestling fandom and and life in general in July 96? So I think like a lot of people
0: this was the time period and it had started a few months earlier before the show where i really began to prefer wcw over wwf for the first time in my life um and there's kind of two big factors that, that go into that one is um obviously as justin mentioned the nwo angle hall and nash showing up obviously um that was the most exciting thing at the time and then also um, I think like Justin and I are like very close in age. I think we're the same age. Um, so the summer of 96 for me personally was big because most of my friends could drive. And this was the first summer where that was the case. I, I did not turn 16 till August. I was pretty young for my grade. But, um, you know, so most of my friends could drive. So we were staying out late a lot that summer. And sometimes, you know, that would include Mondays. And, um, you know, I would miss, I wouldn't watch wrestling at home live. But what I would do is I come home, and if you guys remember, TNT replayed Nitro mm-hmm. every week. So I would catch, I would watch the replay of Nitro a lot. The what, like what was the live West Coast feed? And so I was watching WCW, um, and that continued throughout the summer. So I was watching WCW a lot more than WWF during this period. And really, this show kind of kicks off about a seven, eight month stretch where, you know, I know the ratings will say. Otherwise, but to me that was the period where wcw was clearly better than wwf oh, the yeah. second half of 96 and then into 97 wwf really didn't gain its footing till you know post mania 13 or at mania 13 i guess so um yeah th- this was was definitely the period where
1: wcw was my jam mm-hmm yeah um I think I'm pretty, you know, I'm, my story's pretty similar to you guys there. So I'm a little bit younger than you guys. I was heading into seventh grade that fall in 96 with so three years younger. And uh, I would ever say, I don't know if I'd ever say WCW outranked WWF for me, but I recognize at this point that it was the better show. I think I talked about this in one of the classic shows before, but my dad would always watch WCW because I had the older guys on it at this point. And I would watch WWF Raw like in a different room, and I would kind of like run back and forth between the rooms until eventually we got the picture-in-picture thing figured out <laughs> on his TV, and we'd watch like both of them simultaneously. That was the sweetest invention yeah. in the mid '90s. I, I love just yeah flipping back, man. I mean, God, yeah.
0: Those two those two hours went a lot by one quicker uh, a lot by than the two hours uh, on
1: SmackDown tonight. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, we'd have the little picture down in one of the corners on the show, and then you get the audio from the bigger picture, and we just swap back and forth based on what was the, you know, the better thing on, and uh, that continued into '97 a lot and later, but uh, more often than not in this period, WCW had the better show for sure. I remember being really excited for this event, who was going to be the third man, and you know, calling into the uh, not the paid <laughs> hotlines but the free hotlines here in town to hear. Uh, the
0: newspaper
1: hotlines, Blackjack yeah. Brown. Yep, Blackjack Brown. To hear that's exactly who it was. What are the rumors on this show? But I feel like '96 was the year my wrestling fandom like really got over the top again. I it's kind of funny Justin said that about getting back into it because that was the exact same story for me. I think I started kind of watching more heavily again in like late '95, but it was the Iron Man match build that. Really brought me in and then like from that point forward I never missed a show and uh a lot of times would watch the replay of Nitro later or tape it. And uh yeah, I just remember like the summer ninety six, all I did was watch wrestling. I would rent old wrestling tapes constantly. I couldn't drive yet, so my parents were always taking me to Blockbuster. To get the, the old Coliseum videos. can never find the WCW home videos anywhere. Did you guys ever have that problem? Because all I ever found was Coliseum videos at the video stores. Do you guys remember seeing them in the stores at all?
0: So, do you know where I wound up uh, getting a bulk of the... And, of course, at this point, we had no idea the award-winning WWE Network would become a thing all those years later. But the bulk of my dubbed WCW tapes came
1: uh, when I was in college. I'm talking, like, the official videos, though, like you would see with the cover art, like, in the stores, like, out of Sam Goody back then. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, oh, like, I mean, not for sale, but for rent. No, like, I'm talking about, like, uh, for rent, there were two video stores at OU um, that I, like, that had, like, all the, like, 90s WCW. I dubbed them all when I was That's what I'm saying. I actually, like, I had a VCR, and, like, I, like, grabbed my roommate's VCR, and I just, like, went, like, on a dubbing spree, When I was in college of like 1992
1: and 1993 WCW tapes. One of the reasons I brought that up is because the WCW Bash at the Beach 96 home video was like one of the first WCW home videos I ever saw in Sam Goody at the mall that was closest to me. I bought that there and uh, I think like Ric Flair, Two Decades of Excellence or something like that. I had those two VHS tapes, but you never saw... WCW like pay-per-view videos anywhere and when I saw a bash at the beach months later I was floored I, I got it instantly <laughs> so this yeah, was a huge but, one for the most part yeah we're
0: here in Cleveland we um, it was pretty much WWF dominated the video shelves yeah
2: so I, I gotta ask you Ryan Um, for some reason you know like I think you were the same with me for Wrestlemania 12 Uh, the satellite station or wherever the pay-per-view channel was was static but you could hear it is that how you were too? Yep. I swear and there was a a couple two or three months over that summer where WCW pay-per-views were coming in completely cuz I remember I watched this but I definitely did not pay for it.
1: Really? Yeah, I yeah. didn't I didn't watch it. I I'm sure I would have tuned in at some point like uh Did you watch the whole show or just part of it?
2: I just remember the end because my buddy who does uh not watch wrestling uh when hogan came out he's like oh hogan's gonna be a bad guy and then, you know me being a longtime fan fan's like no that's fucking ridiculous <laughs> yeah but uh he called it that's crazy because if i would have known yeah
1: if i if i would have known there was another guy in town listening like through the fuzz to pay-per-view if, if you guys don't know me and justin <laughs> grew up like in the same metro area i would have been floored at the time we were both doing that like simultaneously i remember in 98 I believe it was like several WCW pay-per-views came in for free. And I remember an ECW pay-per-view coming in for free. But it seems like the WWF ones were always scrambled. Yeah. Um, no, that that is interesting. So, all right. Well, before we get to the card here, a couple facts about 96 in general that I looked up to kind of set the stage here. Uh, of course, President William Jefferson Clinton in the White House. Uh, in 96, Braveheart won Best Picture at the Oscars. The other big movie hits that year, Independence Day, Twister, Mission Impossible, Jerry Maguire, The Nutty Professor, and The Birdcage. That is a great movie, The Birdcage. Uh, Super Bowl, earlier in 96, Dallas defeated Pittsburgh 27-17 to 17, the month before... Uh the bash at the beach, the my Chicago Bulls, I should say, defeated the oh Seattle boy. Sonics four to two in the NBA finals. Perhaps a the ter- greatest NBA team of all time.
0: And a very weak finals opponent, too.
1: Oh, I don't know about that. I think the Sonics won sixty plus games that year. Sean Kemp, Gary Payton. Team wouldn't be the four seed in the West today. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh Stanley Cup: the Colorado Avalanche over the Florida Panthers, swept them 4-0. And then later that fall, Justin's, New York Yankees over the Atlanta Braves, 4-2 in the World Series. A gallon of gas, $1.23 in the summer of 96. Median household income in the United States, $35,492. And the average price of a brand new home across the country, $166 thousand dollars in 1996 so that sets the stage uh the number one song the week of the bash at the beach that's what you heard in the uh the lead in here on the broadcast was the a side how do you want it by tupac and casey and jojo with the b side california love tupac and dr dre two great songs gotta love it So let's head back in the time machine. Let's go to Daytona Beach, Florida for the 1996 edition of the WCW Bash at the Beach. Okay, so July 7, 1996, a Sunday, Daytona Beach, Florida. uh, They drew 8,300 fans to the Daytona Beach Ocean Center, sold out. uh, They turned 2,000 fans away from the gate.